Hey guys, it's Amy. Um, sorry, I just need to quickly interject here. Um, I just want to let you guys know I do laugh throughout this podcast and it is not because it's funny in the slightest. It's just because it makes me really uncomfortable. Um, talking about children getting hurt, um, it makes me really uncomfortable. And if I think about it too long, I get really upset. So I just want to let you guys know that when you hear me laughing about something, it's just because I'm really uncomfortable. Um, I know that a lot of people laugh when they're uncomfortable, but I just, I want to preface now that none of this is funny to me. It's absolutely disgusting. If you hurt children, if you hurt anyone, you're trash, honestly. But anyway, let's get back to the podcast. I just want to let you guys know I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I'm uncomfy. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Two Depressed Girls podcast. My name is Amy and I am here with April. Hello there. So today is actually going to be a little bit different. We actually um, have a plan. (laughs) Crazy, (laughs) right? Surprise, (laughs) surprise. We have a plan and I'm really excited about it because we are going to be talking about a cult. And I know, I know, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So we are actually going to be talking about the Ant Hill Kids. It was founded in 1977 by the leader, and I can't pronounce this name, so I'm going to make April do it. Um, I did the pronunciation on Google several times, and I know I'm still going to botch it. Um, it is a French name. He's French-Canadian. I believe it is Rock. We'll just call him Rock, but Rock Thoreau. Thoreau. Yes, Rock Thoreau. See, way better than I could ever do. This dude was, okay, so we were reading it just a little bit ago, and we're going to get into it because this shit, it's crazy. This dude was born May 16th, 1947. May 16th, what zodiac sign is that? May? Shoot. Um, is that, it's not cancer. It's before cancer, right? Is that, um, Aquarius? No, Aquarius is in February, because my mom's in Aquarius, I want to say. What is his zodiac sign? He is a Taurus. Taurus. I always forget Taurus. Yeah, okay. I kind of forget y'all exist. I'm really sorry. It's not <laughs> personal. It just kind of happens. Uh, so he was a Taurus, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't think there's many Taurus uh, cult leaders, but I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Um, he also died in 2011, but we'll get more into that. <clears throat> he was uh, stabbed in the neck, <laughs> so that's pretty fun. By a cellmate, no less. Yeah, by a cellmate, no less. And he was stabbed in the neck with a shiv. Did you know there's a difference between a shiv and a shank? I did not know that. April? So I actually found this out last night when I was watching Good Girls on Netflix. Um, so a, it's harder to be killed with a shiv than a shank, if you can believe it. So a shiv is typically fashioned from a toothbrush using a heat source to melt it down, which, I mean, how the hell do you come across a lighter in jail? Regardless. So it's a blunt tipped object. So you use, you know, blunt force, you know, in the neck to kill someone. Whereas a shank, that is a sharper object. You get it from like a can, like the lid of a can, how it's sharp or piece of a license plate. So that was the uh, Shiv versus Shank segment with April. I honestly, I thought they were all the same thing, if we're being completely honest. I, she was like, you know, there's a difference, right? And I was like, wait, what? There's a difference between that? I thought they were, they, I thought they were all just stabby things. <laughs> um, they are not. 
so also too there is a book called savage messiah and we'll get more into his like religion background because it kind of plays a big part um but there's a book called savage messiah and apparently there's a tv movie as well with the same name and it kind of gives more detail i wanted to watch it beforehand but i we ran out of time it's it's already 7:16, so <laughs> we need to get this ball rolling um also what i wanted to mention this dude had 26 26 children of his like that he that he fathered like they're all his kids not just like yeah you're my adopted son or daughter from this cult no it, they were all his kids <laughs> um so yeah we're gonna get more into the graphic detail about this and i'm gonna let april take it away because i want to hear more about this and i'm really interested because it's really really gross we're gonna try to keep the grossness to a minimum um but trigger warning there's talk of sexual assault and abuse and just regular abuse um, mutilation mutilation so we've got a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about that if you're squeamish about any of this go to a different podcast because this is not the one for you so rock had a very religious background it is a religious cult as most if not all cults are uh which is something that both Amy and I came to realize it's like why is it always religious cults you know you don't really hear just regular cults I mean I mean maybe children of the corn but I think that was still a religious aspect yeah it's really weird that most cults they kind of revolve around religion I've always thought that was really weird just Mm -hmm. because it's religion is such a weird thing to begin with to me anyway and I grew up in a really religious household so it's interesting to me that most cults they usually have something to do with religion Yeah, and he grew up Catholic, um, but he, I mean, at the age of 13, he dropped out of school. Um, He was at a religious school, and he developed an obsession with the apocalypse in the Old Testament, and that kind of then transcended into his conversion to the Seven-Day Adventist Church. And he kind of followed their way of life and everything. He cut out alcohol, tobacco, uh, processed foods. Um, but he actually was kicked out of that church because he tried to gain leadership. So once he was kicked out of that church, he decided that he was going to form his own. Because Rock thought that he was sent from God and he was going to be everyone's savior. So he did this by, of course, constructing his cult, their commune. And he just was a very brutal man. He was a horrible person that uh, just liked to, to, to be, torture, you know, kill. He, um, seemed, he seemed to really enjoy causing physical pain. Oh, 100%. It seemed like he almost, reading all this research and having her read it to me, it sounds like he almost got off. Yeah, on, honestly. On <clears throat> causing people excruciating pain. And it it's not like, oh, that he ripped out a fingernail. It was way more than just that, which we're going to get into. So get excited for that, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, the first thing in order for him was to build his commune, his cult. And, you know, he did that the same way all cult mem- leaders do. You know, I got to marry all the women. I got to get them all pregnant. So that's how he fathered 20 of the 26, you know, children. How do you... Why? (laughs) How do people fall for this? I get it's brainwashing. Mm -hmm. 
but uh, it's it's you know it's it's really weird to me, and so he had uh, started his uh, reign of brutality um, on unfortunately a two year old boy. Ugh. This this was the first documented episode of his um, a little boy. His it's a French name, so I'm gonna struggle. Uh, Samuel Gilgare, um, he had difficulty urinating. And like any two-year-old would. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like any um, two-year-old learning to go to the bathroom would struggle. And, and Rock was not a good dad because he didn't accept that it's just part of life. He decided to take it into his own hands. And he sliced open the boy's genitalia. That would that would solve the problem. Even Portia is upset by this. <laughs> like my my dogs are up here with us right now, and she's grunting and like <laughs> you hear yeah. her crying. So she's even upset by this. Yeah, she's protesting as well. So um, of course this didn't solve the problem. Samuel, Duh. <laughs> he he was in pain. He was traumatized from this, and because he couldn't stop crying. Thrall had one of the cult followers beat the boy and he ended up dying. And so the the they now need to cover up murder. And so they burned the boy's body. They burned it. They burned it to try to get rid of the remains. I mean, that of course doesn't work. But they burned the boy, and Thrall then decided to place the blame on the member that killed him. Well, obviously, yeah, he killed him, but, I mean, Thrall definitely had a had a bit of a part in that, you oh, know. Oh, well, yeah, with... he, was, he was, you know, numero uno. He was the boss. He was the boss guy. Yeah. So he said, do it, and they just did it. He, he did the initial mutilation. And so he decided, you know, this guy needs to be punished. So he castrated the guy. Oh, my God. Said that uh, it was a horse riding accident. All poor of, little boy. I know. Was that his boy? I, it his doesn't. It, it, he has a different last name and it's not Thoral. So it's right. possible he may not have been his son, um, despite so you, impregnating 20 women. Like, how about or nine how women, you... 20 children. Sorry. How do you, as a, <clears throat> I mean, I know obviously he was fucked up, clearly, but as a parent, like, he had kids, so he knew, like, these were children, this was a two-year-old little boy. I just don't how, I just, I mean, granted, that goes for anybody hurting kids, because, obviously. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> like, kids are just so sweet and innocent, and they can't protect themselves, because they just don't know what's out there in the world, and, like, this guy just said, I don't care. He has trouble peeing, so I'm going to cut him open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, I mean, from what we've heard about cults, they aren't, they haven't been as bad as this one. Because, I mean, the, the children weren't really affected, yeah. whereas this guy was like, fuck them kids too. And you know, what's strange is that I had, I had heard the name the anthill kids i i heard that name but i have not heard it to the extent of the manson family to the extent of like heaven's gate 
I haven't heard, like, this is the first time I'm researching it, and I heard the name of the cult in passing one time, and I was like, okay, that, that rings a bell, but I don't know anything about it. And this is some of the worst mutilation stuff I have ever heard. It's some of the, like, I think it's, it's probably terrible. one of the worst. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you hear about, you know, the Ed Geens who had a lamp made out of someone's skin and bowls made from skulls on the coffee table. And I mean, that is all of course horrible, but to the degree that this man rock went to and the torturing of numerous people, death of numerous people and children too. That's just, I mean, the line is miles behind him for for when he crossed it and i just and it's because i think some people will say oh well maybe it's because it happened in canada that maybe that's why you didn't hear about it but this is such a big case and he had so many kids and it the stories of the horrific things this man did and it hasn't come to the states like that's just such a strange thing that it hasn't that I haven't heard more about it because there's so many, I don't want to say lesser cults, but I mean, that's kind of what it is. Lesser, like, <sighs> cults that haven't <clears throat> caused as much death Yeah. that get more attention. Well, I mean, for a lot of those cults, it was uh, like mass suicides True. for yeah. Heaven's Gate, Jonestown. Right. Um, and then, I mean, Manson family, you think about it, of course, they, they killed... The, the actress and her friends and there right. were some other people they hit um, I think just because it was more concealed in their own cult that there mm -hmm. wasn't the same uh, broadcasting done on it because this that's did true. happen 40 years ago that's true that's true before social media was really a thing at all mm -hmm. it was just you know <clears throat> yeah, nightly news and newspaper yeah because 1997 that was <laughs> that was before cell phones I think were even a thought yeah, I mean, most of this happened in the 80s. Right, so it's, and, but still, I mean, when did the Manson stuff happen? That was late 80s, early 90s, or? I want to think, I want to say it was around the same time, like the 70s and 80s. Yeah, see, that's what I'm thinking, and that's just so strange to me that it's still, but, I mean, I don't think, besides the other big cults that had mass suicides, I don't think there was many that caused harm to as many as their members you know what i mean yeah that really wasn't a thing because you know as a member of a cult you're supposed to have privileges that other people don't mm -hmm. so i feel like this is strange because yeah they were members but they got treated like ass Clearly. Yeah, jonestown from what i understand uh, had a little bit of that torture and abuse within okay. the community but this one is just at a whole nother level and to children, too. I feel, yes. and I think you said that earlier. Fuck them kids, too. I think that was his mentality. Yeah. And, I mean, going into it, you did compare, you know, that this isn't an American cult. So maybe there isn't that same right. level of knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so what brings me to this point is they did find Samuel's body. So they knew that that had happened and they were all arrested as they should have been. And unfortunately they were all released. What? They were not held in jail or prison. They're just like, you're free to go. 
and um. r- exactly so let me get back to that point that i was at um yeah it says that they were all arrested and they were charged with criminal lead negligence causing bodily harm but they were subsequently released and so my understanding of the canadian justice system is they are not as stringent with their verdicts and laws as we are while we do say you're innocent until proven guilty they're even more so whereas they are really not ones to have such harsh judgments because they are looking more at rehabilitation of the people to push them back into society whereas we have our life sentences we have our death sentences you know capital punishment that isn't a thing in canada nearly as much if if at all so there is that difference there i don't know how much that contributed to their release but regardless they were unfortunately released and rock continued on his his conquest yeah his his maniacal ways because he um they once they're released they went to a community in ontario he went to um he gained more followers and they were working to continue living in the community and kind of funny you know they're in canada they're making maple syrup oh my god (laughs) and so they're they're doing some other stuff i just thought it was funny that it was mentioned maple syrup yeah stereotype canada (laughs) can't get away from it (laughs) uh i mean they did other things they made preserves they made bread they smoked fish and this is kind of where Thoral coined his name the anthill kids because he said that his followers were like little ants working on an anthill it was interesting because i was reading another article that said he named them that because of basically how hard he worked them you know he like little ants on, a, on an anthill but like it's again it goes back to that i've never really heard of another cult abusing their members like this guy did and i think that's what's tripping me up is yeah they a lot of cults treated other people like shit that weren't in the cult because you know they were thought that they were higher beings or whatever mm-hmm. and the fact that the members are the ones who got the brute of the abuse i find really fascinating like he gained all these followers just to abuse them yeah. Do we know much about his home life? Um, it didn't really discuss a whole lot besides just his uh, his religious upbringing. But let me just double check. Um, un- okay, unfortunately, it did say that his father was abusive towards See? him throughout his childhood. So that is a contributing factor. And that's what I think that's a common theme in a lot of cult leaders absolutely they were abused as kids they got pushed around as kids so you know they they kind of saw that they emulated that because kids are like sponges they learn everything that they see or hear so it doesn't surprise me that he had a shitty childhood just because that seems like par for the course yeah absolutely and as unfortunate, unfortunate yeah as unfortunate as it is that just seems like a big a big component 
and a lot of these cult leaders and even serial killers as well. But that's a whole other topic that we'll get to. Yeah. Not in this episode, but eventually. True crime is going to be a recurring theme for us, along with paranormal. Yeah, I think, um, and we'll get into more of that, but just so you guys know, it's pretty much going to be true crime, paranormal, but also with personal things kind of thrown in. Just little things that we feel like we need to talk about. And that we enjoy talking about. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. I know, <laughs> know it's kind of like weird that we enjoy talking about cults and serial killers, but it's fascinating to learn about the human psyche i think yeah and just how these things happen because you you look at it it's like who would be dumb enough to join a cult right who would think that they'd get away with murder mass murder it's correct but some of the cult members some of the cult leaders do get away with it because they kill themselves yeah (laughs) and it's just like you are responsible for mass murder basically because you convince these people even though yes they killed themselves you know i think if they were to be charged they would probably get manslaughter just because yeah because they did have a contributing hand in it um and that's i think what was the big one that um it wasn't heaven's gate it was the other one where jonestown uh they drank the kool-aid which one was that was that jonestown he spiked the Kool-Aid with something. I can't... That might have been Jonestown. Was it? Okay. I, I think so. It was It was one of them. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the many. But anyway, yeah. like I said, it's just... It's a weird a weird thing to think about because, you know, April and I, we wouldn't be convinced. Oh, hell no. I, we, if someone came up talking crazy, we'd be like, okay, take five steps back and get out of my space. Number one. <laughs> yeah. Number two, get out of here with that. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, some of his theories were, well, not theories, but things that he told his followers was the apocalypse is coming, that the world is ending in 1979, and of course, we're well past that, so it didn't happen, and of course, he had to justify the reason for his failure. He said that the um, the Roman and, or let me, let me just double check that, yes, the Israelite and the Roman Catholic calendar had differences, and that's why the apocalypse didn't happen. <laughs> um, why is that always also a recurring theme? Oh, yeah. I mean, why? Y2K, 2012, it's like, oh, the calendars were wrong. Well, you were real sure about them, you know? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I. That's so strange that also, too, like, the world ending is also a really, really common theme. Oh, yeah. In I don't know what I mean I guess I understand being panicked th- that the world is going to end because you know it is your the civilization you know you grew up with you understand it so for it to come to an end is terrifying mm-hmm. well they think you know I'm going to be beamed up in an alien spaceship and I'll be taken I'll survive the Listen, apocalypse they, they don't want us <laughs> they <laughs> look true. at us and they're like yikes you're too fucked up even for us See, and that's what I'm saying. I f- it's such a strange thing that that's the a lot of the focus for a lot of cults is the world is ending, but if we do this, we'll be saved. Yeah, yeah. Find that logic of thinking fascinating, but yeah. also too, if you think about it, um, before and I know it's gonna piss a lot of people off, but also too with Christianity, it's the same thing. If you are nice to people and you accept Jesus you're going to go to heaven. 
Yeah. It doesn't have the same psycho factor. Oh, yeah. No, you're not going to... There's no aliens involved. Exactly. There's, there, there's no but, fifth, fourth dimension, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's still an sh- interesting thing to think about that... Well, they all had to come from somewhere, exactly. if you think about it. Yeah. Well, and it, I find it fascinating, too, that they named the book Savage Messiah. Uh-huh. I thought that was... I thought that was interesting that they decided to use that. And I don't, is that what he called himself or is that just a name that they gave him or a name? I'm not sure. It's, it's possible. Yeah. So I see, I think that's super interesting. Do we have anything else on this guy? Yes. So when the whole calendar thing didn't pan out for him, he was paranoid about people leaving. And so that's when he really decided to, um, emphasize his dominance. He really, uh, really started all the torturing after 1979, uh-huh. and so he, uh, he t- to the degree he wouldn't even let other community members talk to each other without his permission, and he had um, gladiator-style tournaments between uh, them. What you know, I uh, it, it he would force his followers in a di- in a dirt ring. They had a fight. Um, just because he was afraid of them defecting and becoming more violent, which more violent. Oh, let me put him in a ring and have him fight each other. Um, he would hit them with belts, hammers, axes, the flat side of them so that it would create the welt rather than, you know, actually cutting into them. Um, but it didn't stop there because, um, he had them break their own legs with sledgehammers what he uh he had them sit on lit stoves they had to shoot each other in the shoulder it i mean the list goes on and on the more we talk about the torture the more my dog gets upset i swear to god she understands some of this stuff it's okay uh they had to cut off each other's toes if he was thinking that someone was might leave he would hang them from the ceiling pluck out their hairs and unfortunately there's a long uh uh history of defecation in this cult because he would he would defecate on them he would make them smear feces on themselves each other they had to eat it he just he had a lot of interest in shit for some reason do you hear this Portia's getting really upset about this whole defecation defecation talk. <laughs> she does not like it. She is um, not a fan. And, it, you know, the children weren't immune to this torture. Um, he would uh, nail them to trees and have other children throw rocks at them. What? Yeah, I mean, there was at a point where a mother was so scared. She had just had a baby, and she was scared of having thrall around her baby that she left it outside. And they're in Canada, and it died from the cold. But she didn't want. But that was a Thrall better to get death hands than being near him. Yeah, yeah. Which is that? Just I mean, it goes to that show. proves to you how gnarly this dude was. Because Portia, go lay down. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, this is the this is the real life of having pets. They just kind of come in your life and barge mm-hmm. in and make themselves known, and they go away. That's kind of just what my dogs do. But anyway, um. And that proves to you how really psycho this guy was because she would have rather had her baby die in the elements, in the cold, getting hypothermia, than die by the hand of the psycho cult leader. 
Yeah. And as a woman, I feel like... I know there's women murderers and cult leaders and stuff, but most women, we could never. Oh, absolutely not. When it comes to children, I think most women have the same outlook on it as we protect them with our lives. Oh, yeah. Protect your young. I would protect... uh, And I don't have kids, um, but I would still... if an unknown child, unknown to me, is in danger, I would risk my life to save that kid. I don't give a shit whose kid it is. Oh, absolutely. I don't care. It's, you know, they're our future, you know, yeah. we're motherly instinct. I'm not a mother, Amy. Yeah. You know, we don't have children, but it's still but in But it's there. still instinctual, and just mm-hmm. because we're, I think, women, and we have certain compassion for children, that we're like, no, that would never... And I think that's what we need more of in the world, more women oh. that are like, F this... Yeah, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, with the the death of that baby, it did once again bring in law enforcement and still nothing. The luckily the children were taken. Okay. So they were removed from the situation. Yes. So Children's Aid did get the children out and saved them. But there was no further investigation done. So the adults in the commune, in the cult, I keep calling it commune, but I'm trying to say cult. So the adults in the cult, there was no investigation done on them. So they were still there. They were still subject to Thoral's torture. Okay, did law enforcement find the baby outside dead, or how did that come about? Because how did they find the kid? Or did somebody, they take him to the hospital, or... I'm not finding a lot of details on that. Okay. Um, it, it is simply saying that the... It brought, the, de- the, the child brought in law enforcement? Yes, mm-hmm. brought in the investigation, got the kids out, um, but the rest of the members were were left there there was no additional investigation done which is it's just really weird Law enforcement because dropped the ball on this one. Oh, 100 percent. and i see Be- that a lot too i feel like you know they drop the ball a lot so if if the children are taken out of this situation how was there no investigation done on who was torturing them yeah how is that not thought number one like okay who's causing the torture yeah, like, okay, we got the kids out. They're going to be safe. They're placed in foster care. They're in a better situation than in this cult. Why was there no no thought of punishment to the ones who were torturing them? Who, why, h- how did they not think, mm, why did that baby die? Right. Why did Samuel die? Yeah. You know? So this is, you know, they, they're on strike number two. And so this did not stop Thrall. Because he continued. He continued with his wicked ways. He became more violent. He started drinking. Uh, he was convinced that he was a doctor. Oh, and Jesus he uh, did experiments. And he castrated a man. And he thought he could uh, help a woman who had a upset stomach by punching her in the stomach. Shoving a plastic tube up her rectum and perform an enema with molasses and olive oil you know thinking that's going to help the situation uh he then made an incision on the side of her abdomen and pulled out part of her intestine this man thought oh this is going to help her um you know once 
that was stitched back up. She unfortunately did not stay alive much longer because of the chemicals in her stomach uh, leaked into her abdominal cavity and corroded it. And she unfortunately died from this. Uh, but that just led to more experimentation by Thrall because he thought, well, not only can I save him, I can also resurrect him. Oh my god. This is a little uncomfortable to talk about, uh, but he had the woman, her name was Solange Ballard, he had his followers remove some of her uterus and then also some of her skull because he thought since he is the savior, his bodily fluids could bring her back to life. I'll leave it at that. His bodily fluids could bring bring her back to life. That's really, really gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say exactly what, but you get the hint. Um, so, moving on. Uh, when that didn't work, uh, he decided, well, I'll just have a little keepsake of her and removed one of her ribs, and uh, he kept that around his neck. So his next victim is his last victim. I said that weird victim. Uh, Gabrielle Lavelle. I'm probably, probably butchering that. I took Spanish in high school, not French. Um, but Gabrielle, she said she had a toothache. I would not complain about any pain around this man if a stomach ache causes me to have an incision in my stomach and an enema done and then uh, all of a sudden my ribs around his neck but regardless gabrielle said she had a toothache um thrall removed a lot of her teeth thought that would cause the pro solve the problem he uh also chased her with a knife which he obviously caught her because <laughs> Uh, he severed a tendon in one of her hands, and... Okay. I hate to interrupt, but apparently, my, uh, Sam just texted me, and apparently there's a fire close to the house. Um, he can see flames from where he's at right now, so I gotta go check to see if there is a house, or, uh, the mountain behind my house is on fire. So, hold on, BRB, listen to April, I'll be right back! <laughs> um, well, I, I suppose I will continue, uh, worried about Amy's situation right now, obviously. Hopefully everything is okay in the area. Um, I... Is it? I see smoke for sure. Oh, shit. Um... Okay, so, um... We're back. Uh, does it look like my house is in immediate danger? Uh, this is why we need rain. Oh, April's breaking shit. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty on par with, with how I am. I mean, she didn't really. It, it just fell. It's yeah, fine. it fell. It's Everything. Fine. My life is falling apart. Okay. Um, so, okay, yeah. House is fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, on a good note, the house is fine. Um, back to our story on a bad note. <laughs> so, once Gabrielle had her dealings with uh, Thoreau. She kept quiet for a while until July of 1989, which is more than six months from when she had a majority of her teeth ripped out and uh, the severed tendon in her hands. And she started saying that her hand was hurting. Obviously. Yeah. And so Thrall took this as, oh, let me just impale her hand. 
what? on the kitchen table. Dude, so, this dude was psycho. Like, oh, yeah, he stabbed it once. Here, let me do it again. again. Yeah, exactly. What a weirdo. And so um, that wasn't enough for him. He just decided to amputate her whole fucking arm. And he did this by uh, a meat cleaver. <laughs> hacking away at her arm. And it, it was nearly a month before Gabrielle managed to escape the cult, to escape the commune. Well, good on her for trying to get out of there, though. Yeah, she, she managed to hitchhike up to Toronto. Her, that's so dangerous, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got a stump for our arm as it is because of this guy. Um, I'm actually not sure if Toronto is upward. I mean... I'm on a tangent, sorry. <laughs> Thoughts with April. Um, but once she got to a hospital in Toronto, she was able to tell them everything. She uh, went into detail about all the, the tragedies and horrors she had experienced at the Anne Hill Kids commune, Anne Hill Kids cult. I keep mixing those up. You're good. They're the same. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Water. Well, I feel like a commune isn't as bad as a cult, you know? Yeah, but I mean, like, that's kind of what the... That's what a lot of cult, cults call themselves, just mm -hmm. so that they um, don't raise suspicion. Yeah, it flies under the radar. Yeah, we're just a commune. We're not a cult. That's yeah, a bad word. But Yeah, but you know exactly what a commune is. When I think commune, I'm like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> and so the weird thing about this was... Initially, Thoral was only sentenced to 12 years in prison because he was only uh, charged for three counts of aggravated assault and in a one count of unlawfully causing bodily harm. But... What? Yes. One of the other cult members led law enforcement to the body of Bullard. Now, if you remember her, Solange Bullard, she was the one who had the stomach problem, who had stomach pain, was cut open, was assaulted. I, I mean, that's that's what happened. She was fucking assaulted. Um, and I'm laughing died. because I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not funny. I'm just really uncomfortable. Okay, yeah. so don't take that wrong. I'm laughing because I'm really uncomfy. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a fucked up situation. I mean, how did they not really connect the dots if he's wearing a person's rib on his neck? That was Bullard. Ding, ding, ding! That should have been the first clue to anyone sane, but. Doesn't that make you think like there's almost somebody that's covering it up? Honestly, that's a that's a good possibility. Because it's just like it's such a weird kawinky dink that all of these things were happening, all of these people were getting mutilated, dying, all of these things, but like nothing ever came of it. And that and then see that gets into another whole other issue that I do want to talk about when investigators drop the ball. And I'm not saying I could do their job. I know it is probably horrendous and such a difficult thing to try to figure out who's killing who and whatever. But I feel like there, that was just too much coincidence around the fact that nobody 
was getting arrested. Yeah, I mean, this was the third instance in which authorities were brought to that cult. The first time, they were just freed. They they found Samuel's body and they turned a blind eye or something. Maybe there wasn't enough evidence or something. The second time when all the children were rescued, how come that investigation didn't happen then? Why did it take more people's lives and more abuse and torture for them to finally be caught? And then for them to be only found guilty of how many? Did they even find him guilty of murder or anything? Yes. So after they found Bullard, originally they were only sent Thoral was only sentenced to 12 years. But once they found Bowler's body, they uh, did convict him. Luckily, he pled guilty to everything. Good. So I don't know if there was a plea bargain with that. That in and of itself could be uh, an issue. But he did uh, was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole until 2000, which was a good 10, 12 years Not after enough. his original sentence. Not enough. I mean... He did end up passing in 2011, as True. Amy mentioned, True. from, you know, but being shipped. Like, but see, I feel like that was not enough pain for him. After causing harm to children, all bets are off, man. And, okay, so, <clears throat> I know a little bit about the prison system. For, not from, like, personal experience, but from a family member, without getting too much into it. And a lot of people, you know, when they find out why... When other inmates find out what... An inmate you did is, to get in there. Especially when it comes to children. Children are pretty... Hurting a child in prison is pretty taboo. I mean, it's taboo anywhere, but in mm-hmm. prison especially. Cause it's a lot unforgivable. Of those, it really is, and that's usually a lot of... Besides, you know, like riots and deaths in prisons, a lot of the deaths that happen because of somebody getting shanked or shivved because somebody found out what they were in for. Yeah, I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer, exact same thing, because he would, you know, kidnap kids, young boys, young men, and would assault them. And then kill them, and that's just not okay. And he got killed. It's just, in the prison system, it's it's still very, very bad to harm a child, which, in their own right, I think that's very noble of them. No matter what they've done, that's still... it. <coughs> Clearly, not everybody is on the same level of mm-hmm. protecting children. Mm-hmm. So, for criminals to be like, "No, fuck you! You hurt a kid, you're dead." Mm-hmm. I, I listen. I I understand it's still murder. It's not right. But again, protecting kids should be our number one priority. Yeah, I mean, if a hitman is even willing to say you're more fucked up than I am because I went after adults, but you went after a child, I mean, that's saying a lot. Yeah, it's like, I'm trying to get away from saying that word, so people need to call me out so I stop saying like, because I can't find (laughs) the right words. But I'm calling myself out, I understand I do it a lot. I'm working on it. Leave me alone. (laughs) I just, it, again, the fact that criminals are like, you know what? You hurt kids. You're done. That should just be a. Indicator. Yeah. Of just how fucked up you are. Yeah, it really should. And I think people take for granted sometimes that sometimes in prison, the inmates take shit into their own hands because they feel like those children have been wronged and they want to get revenge yeah 
And again, I, I know murder's wrong. I get it. But when you hurt a child, I don't really give a shit. What <laughs> happens to you? I don't care. Mm-hmm. If I saw someone hurting a child, I'd probably run them over with my car. Obviously, I'd make sure the child is okay <laughs> and away from the situation because I don't want them to be scarred. But I would still. <laughs> but anyway, that was our, um, that was it. That was our podcast about the anthill kids. And it was a doozy for our first one. Yeah, it absolutely was, just with so much discussion of mutilation and torture and abuse and defecation. Why was there so much shit involved? Honestly. <laughs> that, that got us. We, and we really uh, didn't talk about much of it because there was a lot of it. It, it just, just it understand like is a other, common theme. Yeah, like every other torture was something that had to do with shit. Yeah. It really was. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for being here. Thank you so much for listening to us ramble and rant and rave and sticking around for 45 minutes and listening to possibly an ad before. Listen, we're trying to make this a thing, okay? So just bear with us. Go check us out on all our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Twitter is the only weird one. Look us up. It's the number two depressed and girls spelled G-R-L-S. And that's for Twitter. Everything else, you can just look us up. (laughs) At Two Depressed Girls Podcast. You can just look us up. It's that easy. Twitter's the only weird one. I think you can search for that, too, though. I think you can just type in Two Depressed Girls. You don't necessarily have to type in the handle. Okay. April's telling me I need to (laughs) shut up now. (laughs) I gave her the signal. Bye.